Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. All right, welcome back. This is the Kelly Road Show and super excited to have the one and only Tracy DeForge here with me today. And we are talking all things podcasting. So Tracy, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Kelly. Great to see you too. Absolutely. So you have run one of the premier podcast production agencies in the world for many, many years now. I think it's 20 years. Is it 20 years? Well, 20 plus years in broadcast radio experience, but in podcasting, it's been a little over six, but in podcasting years, that's like a hundred. That's like a hundred in podcasting years. Absolutely. So you're an international speaker, top podcaster. You're someone that really helps entrepreneurs understand how to leverage the power of the podcast. And I'm so excited to dig into this with you today because I am a firm believer that every entrepreneur that's looking to build a brand online should be leveraging the power of podcasting to do it. And I know that a lot of people get started with podcasting and then they don't follow through. They don't stick with it. Um, it, A lot of entrepreneurs start podcasts. They don't know how to build and grow an audience around it. And a lot of people are just stuck on, well, what do I make a podcast about? There's so many other podcasts out there. Is anyone going to be interested in mine? So I'm hoping we can answer all of those questions for our listeners today and get some people either excited to get off the, you know, off the fence and get their podcast started or to reinvigorate and rejuvenate the growth of their existing one. So Tracy, why don't you start off by sharing a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you've seen with, with clients of yours that have really mastered leveraging podcasting as a, you know, a centerpiece of their marketing. What are some of the things that they have in common? What are the things that you say, you know, these are the things to really be aware of if you want podcasting to be a powerful tool in your business? That's such a great question. Well, I think what I would really want to start off with in answering that is that when you are thinking about the concept for your podcast, you really want to think about what's in it for the listener, not necessarily what's in it for you. I mean, obviously, the end game is to drive traffic back to your website if your conversions into offers and trying to grow your business and using the podcast as a marketing tool to do that. But it's different than any other medium out there because it's a pull medium. So what you are doing is you are creating content that pulls your audience in. They're choosing to spend their time with you. They're choosing to spend their most valuable asset with you, which is their time, the one thing they can't get back. So when you're starting to think about Uh, launching a podcast, creating the concept of that show, invest time in thinking through it just like you would how you create your logo for your business, how you create the visual assets for your business, because the audio brand of your podcast is just that. It is part of your brand. And people want to show up to get value and tangible takeaways. They want to have transition. They want to have change. They want to be have an opportunity to change a conversation by listening to what it is that you have to say. So you want to provide not an infomercial by any stretch of the imagination, but just a way for them to get to know you and like you and want to do business with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of your best buyers uh, are people that find out about you through the podcast and listen to that value and then move from your podcast into other realms of your ecosystem and ultimately, you know, end up becoming a buying, you know, a customer. 
When you look at entrepreneurs that feel like they're really stuck on uh, what to build their podcast around, what type of content to share, what type of topics to cover, what are some of the suggestions that you give to either new podcasters or podcasters that have been at it for a while, but they feel like their show is kind of like stagnant and stuck? Yeah. So again, you know, what I love about podcasting is that you get to create something that's an extension of you. And that's what I really encourage people to do because to your point, especially in the coaching and consulting industry, people want to know who they're working with. They want to feel like they're aligned with the values. They want to feel like that there's something that's there that's a personal connection that not only can they help you, but they also want to like you and want to like make sure that they're a good fit to work with you. And there's no better way to do that than being truly showing up as who you are in your podcast. So an example, um, I was working with a client yesterday. Her podcast is, uh, she's a divorce coach and a divorce consultant. So her specialty is mediation. She's an attorney, but she specializes in mediation, but she loves horses. So her podcast, she felt like that she had to be, because she was an attorney and talking about divorce, she felt like that she had to be a lot more structured in, in how she was communicating. But once we talked through, she created a recording studio in her barn and soundproofed, so it works really well. And then we added what we always call it at Producer Podcast, a secret sauce segment, which is something that you can add at the end of your episode that you can get um, put takeaway tips in, rapid fire questions, things like that. But we called it the saddle up segment because it's like saddle up to move forward and change. And so it's, a, again, a little bit of her personality coming out within a subject that doesn't really often lend to a lot of personality. And then her cover art is also a representation of that. It's uh, She had some really great photos that were done, you know, within the barn. So that's an extension of her. It's showing that that's who she is in her personal life, but then she's bringing that into a way that's an interesting thing for people to remember about her. So if nothing else, they'll remember she's the horse lover who does great mediation for divorces. Yeah. I think a lot of people get stuck on not feeling like their niche or how they serve their customers. You know, maybe they don't want to do a show on that particular thing every single week and then they get stuck and feel like they're kind of in a box like, if not this, then what? And I think it's really important what you're sharing about, you know, you can bring in your personality, you can bring in your interests, you can bring in your hobbies, you know, you can have a dialogue about a lot of different things. It doesn't have to just be the thing that, you know, you serve customers on, right? Correct. And also thinking through, so I love that point that you're bringing up, but I want to carry it another step further. So the other thing is terms of if you if we keep walking through the same example, so coaching on divorce and and being a media, mediator, divorce affects a lot of different elements of our life. So you can bring in fashion experts, you can bring in mental health experts, you can bring in health and wellness, diet and nutrition experts. Mm -hmm. Because if you're looking at the overall impact of what your business category has on other people and on their lives and how it affects change in other areas, your audience is going to benefit from that. And it's also going to expand your audience to really know that you're caring about them other than just trying to focus on this one solo directive. You're providing them resources and content and information that helps them holistically in their entire process that they're going through. And I think that 
it is easy for us as business owners to get so myopic on what it is that we focus on and not realize that content creation, which is what podcasting ultimately is, is the ability to engage, educate, and entertain people with new information that they may not have ever heard before. So you can really broad the spectrum of the topics that you're talking about. Yeah, no, for sure. That's, that's a great point. Now I know for a lot of people, they start a podcast with a lot of enthusiasm. They're very excited to get into the world of podcasting. And I always say podcasting is a long game and it's definitely something that you have to be committed to, you know, no matter what. It can't be a transactional thing where, you know, you sit and and wait to count your dollars at the cash register every time you do a show. It really has to be something that's focused on serving and adding value over the long term. And then obviously it does convert into value, but it's more relational than it is transactional. What I would love to hear from you, Tracy, is when you're working with clients and customers uh, and, you know, helping them maybe get their show unstuck. What are some of your go-tos in terms of how you help them to really reinvigorate the growth of their podcast and really amp it up to create interest in the market? Well, one of the things that we like to do, when a lot of times people will come to us, they'll either come to us when they want to launch a show or they'll come to us when, to your point, when they've launched a show and it feels like maybe it's stagnated or yeah. it's or it's not serving a purpose it's not growing. A lot of times people want to know, how can I monetize the podcast? So we do what's called a podcast audit, where we look at every aspect from how you, you know, I will research and figure out how it's discovered as if I am looking at it as a listener. I will go through all elements of the pieces and parts of the show from how it's marketed to your social media, the content, your audio, and all of those things. But at the end of the day, people really want to know two things. How can I grow my audience and how can I monetize my podcast? Because if you're delegating the podcast production, you have hard costs involved in that. And if you aren't delegating the production, you still have hard costs in the time that you're spending um, creating the podcast. So Monetization is a great topic because what I like to ask people is, what does monetization mean to you? Most people think of it in a traditional sense of sponsorship and advertising. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, if you're utilizing your podcast as a marketing tool for your business, monetization through sponsorship is not always the best way to go Mm -hmm. because... You really want not to be disruptive in your content to the listeners as minimally as possible. So Mm -hmm. monetization can look like what, and we have a very specific formula with uh, that I'll share with you. So we have what's called the evergreen call to action. When we build a show for someone, we have an evergreen call to action that we recommend and what we call the warm invite call to action. The evergreen call to action lives in a recorded close at the end of the show Ideally, a voiceover records that over a music bed, and it is something that is sustainable no matter when the podcast is listened mm-hmm. to or released. So that could be something like, and make sure you go to, you know, kellyroach.com and sign up for my newsletter mm-hmm. or, you know, so that's a very specific evergreen call to action. People mm-hmm. like to know what to do. Yeah. So then that gives you the ability to continue the conversation with them after the show. But the warm call to action, the warm invite call to action, which is what we reference it, is the thing that you do as a podcast host before the show wraps up. One thing that people have a tendency to do is just the general language of, 
if you want to download five tips to, and again, we're going to just walk through this divorce metaphor. If you're going to um, have five tips to survive, um, you know, a complicated divorce, go download my PDF. That's one way. But if you change that and you go, are you like literally think about it like you're talking to another human being because that's what you're doing. Podcast is very intimate. Their earbuds are likely in their ears. So you're going to say to them, are you struggling right now? Are you, is it something that I can help you with? And mm -hmm. if that's the case, I want you to go to, and then whatever that call to action is. So mm -hmm. like, what is the solution you're providing, but invite the person, not the collaborative, not the listening audience, because that just has a tendency to wash over people. And that personal connection is what you're really looking for with your listener. Mm -hmm. So think about everything that you do. Think about it like you're talking to one person that you can make a difference mm -hmm. to. And that level of conversion will go higher because people feel like you're literally talking to them because you are. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a great tip. Now, I have a question because I think that in the past, the the rankings on uh, the podcast app with Apple and, you know, all of those things kind of used to be uh, all the rage, right? You were directing all of your traffic there. You're, you know, trying to get all of your reviews there, all of those things. And it seems like there is much more diversification in the space now and a lot of movement to Spotify. So I would really be interested in your thoughts on what are the actual trends happening in the industry right now with listeners, where they're residing, and, and where do you see the future in terms of uh, where business owners should be directing their traffic? Well, Apple is still the king, even though Spotify has come very close. And in some months, if you look at the stats as much as I do, in some months, Spotify has taken over Apple in terms of listenership. But fundamentally, Apple is still the number one platform for podcasts. And it's um, there's a quote from a Prince of Tides uh, movie that's like, it's not that I loved her more, it's just that I loved her longer. And I think that that's where Apple is right mm -hmm. now. It's not that people love them more. It's just that I think people yeah. have known about them more. They're used to it. They're yeah. used to it. However, Spotify has invested, you know, over a half a billion dollars in podcasting, and they're really committed, not only just from a financial, uh, you know, fiduciary to their stockholders, but they're also um, really committed to podcasting as a platform. And one of the things that they have evolved is their qualitative data around the information that you can get. So mm -hmm. even as recently as about a month ago, there was no information. And as a podcaster, I'm sure this has been frustrating for you. You could get demographics on what's, yeah. what, you know, globally, you know, world, world. Yeah national, state, local. Um, and you could figure, and you could know how many people downloaded it, but you couldn't even at that point tell whether the people that downloaded it actually followed your podcast or were just random downloads yeah. or people downloading just for that particular episode. So I think the biggest advance in the industry that we're seeing and why the shift is happening is because this, this need for qualitative data in order for this advertising allocation for these budgets to continue to grow, the advertising budgets are targeted to exceed $2 billion in 2022 and $3 billion in 2023. That's a lot of people moving social media dollars away from social media and into podcasting. But in order to do that, they need qualitative data. Yeah. And Spotify, because of the nature of their platform, has the ability to provide that. So I have... 
you know, ratings and reviews are important, but they're extremely difficult for people to navigate on Apple if they're not familiar with it. It's not an intuitive process and it's an iOS operating system. So Spotify is platform agnostic. So no matter where you're coming from on your mobile device or your laptop or whatever you're using to listen to your podcasts on, Spotify gets you there in a really clean and easy, simple user interface. And on the back end, the creators can get stats like 54% of my audience is female and 43% right. is male. And, and they can just get more data that we've never been able to get before. So I think trend-wise, people are working rapidly to solve that mystery. Um, even some of the hosting platforms, for example, where if you where your podcast lives, like GoDaddy is to website domains, there's hosting platforms for podcasts. Blueberry has made extensive strides in being able to provide qualitative information. And they're also integrating ways for people to communicate with their audience outside of the podcast, which has been wow. something that I've been advocating for years yeah. because you're, you're like, we're right now, we're talking, we're having so much fun. I love visiting with you and talking podcasting all day. We have no idea really like who is that, who is yeah. listening Who's on the other side? No, exactly. It's so funny. I've always felt that way. It's like a curtain between you and your audience, which is so strange in the world that we live in because we're used to literally being face-to-face with people on video, FaceTiming, on social media, live streaming. They're commenting. You're you're engaging back and forth. So it's very interesting. So my question is, is, is there any plan or has there been any progress on Apple's side to to provide any of that data? Because it sounds to me from what you're saying, if they don't, uh, it's it's going to be game over pretty quickly. Well, I, you know, I don't think it'll be game over for them because of the foothold that they have in the industry. Uh-huh. And I do uh-huh. think that they are finally really addressing podcasting. I think it was almost like something that they didn't really know what to do with because it had been a sleeper for a long time. Yeah. They weren't monetizing it. Right. And so they then there was the big explosion of then podcasting started growing so exponentially. So about a month ago, they have rolled out um, more data available through what's called your podcast connects account. So that's okay. going to be something that you're going to have to log into separately. And and just by the way, to be fair, you also have to log into your creator account yeah. and Spotify separately as well. Yep. These are data that you get outside of your hosting platform analytics. So they are providing things that people want to know, like are people listening all the way through the show? Where where are they stopping? Like, how are they downloading it just, you know, just in the beginning? And for the first time, they are able to show who is following the show and who is downloading the show, which is extreme. I mean, you could, you could look at your analytics and almost tell if you had an average of X amount of downloads per yeah. month that that was your followers, but that's just guessing, right? So now yeah. with Apple on the iOS downloads, you will be able to tell who's following and who's not. So that's a big uh, step. And then another industry trend that no one's really talking about yet because it was just released this week as we're doing this interview is so another big contender in the podcasting space right now is iHeartMedia. So their broadcast radio company have been for years, largest global, I mean, largest national footprint for uh, radio stations and really large global footprint for podcasts. They've just released a talkback option, which is going to be really, really interesting talking along the lines of being able to communicate yeah. who's 
who's yeah. so in that case, if we were using the and it's brand new, like like a couple days out there, they've been they piloted it with radio because so much of the radio shows now are automated, they're pre-recorded. So that's essentially like a podcast. So they tested it with their radio stations first. Now they've moved it over into their podcasting platform so that as a podcast host, for example, you could utilize that iHeart talkback feature and someone could leave a message for you or a question for you based on what they're listening to right yeah. now. And you can have that audio and repurpose it. Whereas before we could only, as a production company, we could only do that by installing an app on your website, which we've been doing for a long time. But this is a new thing, a new trend that is going to be pretty exciting to watch. Interesting. I love these evolutions that are happening. And it's, I mean, I'm, I'm an avid podcaster. I plan on continuing to podcast all the way through, you know, my working career. So I'm excited to see these developments because yeah, there's definitely a lot of blind spots, you know, in podcasting right now that I think uh, if we had more clarity, people could make better, more strategic decisions to, to grow their, their brand and their podcast better. So what else do you see happening right now in the world of podcasting and as far as trends, um, the things that are really working with those that you're serving and supporting in and around uh, growing their audiences specifically? So what I would love to focus on for that, and just for everybody who's listening, if you have a podcast and you're using it to market and grow your business, then you have to be marketing on LinkedIn. That there is just, it's one of the most underutilized platforms for podcast marketing and growth. One of the things that has always been an advantage for podcasting in general is the content creation tool. So when you record the uh, podcast, for example, and you can transcribe that episode, you can take that transcription, edit it into a blog post, and then utilize it and put it out as an article on Medium or Thrive or, or any of the other areas, right? So, But what you really want to focus on and what's working incredibly well right now for podcast growth in the business-to-business, business-to-consumer category is using LinkedIn. So taking that blog and uploading it as an article on LinkedIn, and then the, the secret tip on that is, and then publish it as a newsletter, which is a new feature mm -hmm. on LinkedIn that a lot of people haven't either optimized or they don't know about yet. And it's kind of confusing because you're like, well, I already have a newsletter through MailChimp or HubSpot or wherever you, you know, utilize your or host your newsletter. This is completely separate. It's a completely separate opt-in and it's utilized within LinkedIn. But so the reason why it's so effective are a couple of reasons. One is there are 190 million LinkedIn users in the U.S. One percent, one percent of those are creators. Mm, so they yeah. need content. Content, so yeah. If they need content, what are they going to do? They're going to, algorithm-wise, they're going to release your content yeah. because it keeps things fresh and they don't, yeah. we all know they don't want you to go off a third party, right? Right, right. But with podcasting, these are some of the results that we've seen. And these are real results that have happened over the last 60 days. We had one podcaster who didn't change anything else about what she did. She was already using LinkedIn Live. She was already posting to LinkedIn. Um, she was already doing all the things. She added this newsletter feature to her marketing strategy and got a 64% increase in downloads in one month. That's and that's amazing. the only thing yeah. she did different. Yeah. Secondly, another one of our clients who started using this feature 
she received 3,300 opt-ins on her newsletter via LinkedIn. That well exceeds, I mean, triple exceeds the number of actual downloads that she was getting on her podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but the newsletter and the blog have the podcast player embedded into it. That's, that's mm-hmm. what so someone can just go straight from that newsletter. It's another visibility place, another place of discovery for people to find your podcast. So yeah. those are some real life numbers that have happened in the last couple months that are mind blowing in terms of tangible growth. Yeah. So That's I would also say like a third thing, like not in LinkedIn related, but in YouTube related. So a lot of people are doing video podcasts right now, and that's great. And some people um, are still just doing audio podcasts, which I'm always an advocate because I'm an audio purist, but I do see the benefit in video as well. But uploading, if you're taking the time to have audiograms created, which are those 59 second pieces of audio with the static graphic, um, make sure you're also uploading those to YouTube too. It's something that often gets overlooked because people Mm -hmm. upload their long form episodes, um, audio or video. But those little 59 second snippets, and if you want to go longer on YouTube, you can, but with Instagram, we time everything out for the 59 seconds to have it be repurposed. Yeah. But you want to meet people where they are because some people yeah. may only take the time to find out about your show and listen to that one minute and they're hooked and then they want it and then they come mm-hmm. in a different mm-hmm. entry point to download more episodes. Or some people are going to come in the long form because they like that particular topic, but they may not follow you yeah. with that one short topic that gets them and they're like, I want to follow this show. So yeah, not 100%. underestimating the power of meeting people where they are. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Those are great, great tips for everybody listening. You are just a wealth of knowledge and you are really helping content creators to get their voices heard, which is so important and it's so critical to every entrepreneur for sure. So uh, Tracy, I know you have some resources and some, obviously we want to invite people to connect with you, follow you, um, get in your world. Uh, what do you want to share or, or how do you want to invite people to connect with you further? Well, it's really pretty easy for everyone to remember, produce your podcast. <laughs> so love it, um, love it. it can be found on social media everywhere with produce your podcast. I'd love for people to connect with me on LinkedIn, Tracy DeForge, and it's T-R-A-C-I-D-E-F-O-R-G-E. And if anyone is interested in the possibility of having their podcast audited, um, basically, you know, it's what we just did right now, but customized to your specific show. Yeah these types of tips and suggestions to uplevel it, then for your audience, um, we have a, we'll have a link in the show notes and uh, all they need to do is put in the code Kelly and they'll get $700 off the audits. Uh, they're $2,500, but that takes it down to, I think it's $1,795. So it's like $705 discount for Kelly. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> Which that's is a great. pretty awesome. big discount. And it's a very thorough and comprehensive way to really grow your show and know what you're doing right and not necessarily because there's no wrong, but there's some things that you can, you can optimize and, and have things be up leveled. 
Absolutely. And, you know, podcasting is, uh, it, it's something that in a world of ever-changing platforms and constant algorithms and, you know, all the things that are shifting all the time, podcasting is, it's a constant, people want to listen to content that they can consume while doing other things. They just do. We love to multitask. Um, and it, it, it's something that I think is really essential for your long-term content strategy. So Tracy, thanks for coming on the show today. It was so great to reconnect with you. It was awesome having you on. And guys, uh, down in the show notes below, you'll see the link to the resources and the connection points that Tracy mentioned. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.